As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's a lion! It's a lion! It's a lion! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends. And welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we return to Woodsboro for Scream. Hello? It's happening. Three attacks so far. Do you have a gun? I'm Sydney Prescott, of course I have a gun. Something about this one just feels different. Samantha? I'm, I know who you are. I've been through this a lot. This is your life now, which means that whoever this is is gonna keep coming for you. You ready? For this? Never. Oh, stop. Twenty-five years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face emerges and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth. Written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick and directed by Matt Bettinelli, Olpin, and Tyler Gillette, Scream 2022 stars Nev Campbell as Sidney Prescott, Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, former WCW heavyweight champion David Arquette as Dewey Riley, Melissa Barrera as Samantha Carpenter, Jenna Ortega as Tara Carpenter, Jack Quaid as Richie Kirsch, and features Marley Shelton, Dylan Minnette, Mikey Madison, and Mason Gooding. Scream 2022 is a meta film about a meta film done, in the words of one of the characters in the movie, as a requel, part reboot, part sequel, bringing back legacy characters alongside the new blonde to requel a franchise. There is enough in this movie for fans of the original Scream to get giddy at, and enough new gore and killings to make some new fans. Scream, as always, follows a predictable trope that someone you see throughout the movie is the killer, leaving you guessing and theorizing with your friends in the theater. I certainly did, and I was mostly right, and I didn't even change my guesses through the 116 minute runtime. Now, while some of the acting could be described as wooden or shoddy, the legacy characters live up to what you would expect from them, and a few of the newbies hold their own. That said, you could expect no less from the children of Cuba Gooding Jr. and Dennis Quaid, although that's just a bonus. The music is spot on throughout the movie, and the kills and usage of false jump scares is just fun. Some of the dialogue though is downright laughable, which can pull you from the movie if you're the type of person that gets really deep into the characters. Ultimately, though, the success of this movie that it's getting from fans and critics alike, a requel will revive this series like the killer at the end of a horror movie. Only this movie won't be needing the headshot to keep it dead. I fully expect a new run of Scream movies with Samantha Carpenter taking over for Sydney. It may not be my favorite, but what's your favorite scary movie? I give Scream... A.B. New year, new you, so go to a professional and get it done right. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! 
Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a trailer that was recently released. The first trailer for the Foo Fighters horror comedy Studio 666 was just released, and Dave Wheeler was beyond excited. Ever since we moved into this house, my mind is flooded. We all have writer's block. This is not just a creepy rock and roll house. It allows spiritual entities to cross into our world. Starring Foo Fighters band members Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, Nate Mandel, Pat Smear, Chris Shiflett, and Rami Jaffe as themselves, Studio 666 will show us what happens when the legendary rock band rents an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their 10th album. The trouble is, frontman Grohl is creatively blocked, and when evil forces in the house sink into his consciousness, the creative juices begin flowing, but so does the blood. Can the Foo Fighters complete the album with the band still alive to tour? The movie will also feature Whitney Cummings, Leslie Grossman, Will Forte, Jenna Ortega, and Jeff Garland. It was directed by Hatchet 3's BJ McDonnell from a screenplay by Jeff Bueller and Rebecca Hughes. Listening to the trailer here does not do it justice. Go put your eyes on it. It looks like a ton of gory comedy fun. In other upcoming projects, Black Panther 2 is set to resume production. Wakanda forever! with Letitia Wright returning. It is currently expected that production will last for a four-week period, with the sequel expected to release on November 11th of 2022. Deadline is reporting that MGM and Amazon have acquired the U.S. and international rights to Guy Ritchie's upcoming action thriller that will star Jake Gyllenhaal. The film, which is currently untitled, is an Afghan war movie and was previously called The Interpreter and is expected to kick off on January 24th in Spain. Gyllenhaal plays Sergeant John Kinley, who's on his last tour of duty. He's tasked with surveying the region and has teamed up with Ahmed, a local interpreter, but when their unit is ambushed on patrol, Kinley and Ahmed are the only survivors. Although Amazon is still in the process of acquiring MGM, the domestic and international details for the Guy Ritchie movie were both done separately. Amazon itself came up with more than half of the budget for the project, which will give it the rights in Europe, Australia, Canada, Latin America, and South Africa, as well as the post-theatrical window in the US. Black Film and TV have reported that Denzel Washington will return for The Equalizer 3, which will begin shooting later this year. Year. I expect a five-star rating, you understand? <laughs> yes, sir. Denzel Washington himself confirmed the news while promoting his latest film, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Director Antoine Fuqua is also in talks to return for the sequel, with Washington adding a few more details while speaking with Collider. He said, quote, they have written the third equalizer, so I'm scheduled to do that. So I got to get in shape and start beating people up again. I get to beat people up again. The Tragedy of Macbeth, and then going and beating some people up. Can't get any better, right? The Tragedy of Macbeth is an adaptation of the Shakespeare play directed by Joel Cohen. The film will also star Francis McDormand. Corey Hawkins, Brendan Gleeson, and more, and was just released on Apple TV Plus on January 14th. Over in the rumor mill, Jonah Hill has confirmed he would return for a super bad sequel, but only on one condition. While speaking with W Magazine, Hill said, quote, I haven't pitched this to anybody. What I want to do is when we're like 80, do a super bad too. Like old folks home super bad. Our spouses die and we're single again, and that's what I want super bad too to be. And that's the only way I would ever make it. Meanwhile, Seth Rogen has previously said that super bad is the one movie he's made that he would never want to touch again. Overall, while the movie seems like it would be a hilarious idea, it is extremely unlikely. Over at Netflix, a teaser was released for an upcoming spin-off of their show Big Mouth titled Human Resources. What does it mean to be human? 
The answer may surprise you. Understanding the human experience is an opportunity to discover new and innovative ways to make people more loving, logical, horny, humiliated, and beyond. Let's discover it together. We are what makes a person human. We are Human Resources. Join the team today. The series, which will release on March 18th, includes many familiar faces from Big Mouth, including Maury the Hormone Monster, Connie the Hormone Monstress, Emmy the Love Bug, Pete the Logic Rock, Rochelle the Love Bug, and more. The official synopsis for the show goes like this. From the inventive minds that brought us the award-winning adult animation favorite Big Mouth comes the even edgier and adultier Human Resources. The spinoff pulls back the curtains on the daily lives of the creatures, hormone monsters, depression, kitties, shame wizards, and many more that help humans journey through every aspect of life from puberty to parenthood to the twilight years. It quickly becomes clear that though the protagonists are creatures, they have a lot of humanity themselves. Netflix also gave the green light for Red Notice to have two more movies that will film back to back. These people are horrible. But I like money, so... While Netflix did not comment at the time, sources are indicating that Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot will all return for both films, with Ross and Marshall Thurber also expected to return to the director's seat. Since its release, Red Notice has clocked over 328 million total hours viewed on the streaming platform, making it Netflix's biggest original movie to date. Peacemaker was released on HBO Max, and James Gunn explained that intro. He said, quote, I really wanted to do a dance number where everybody was doing something incredibly ridiculous and looked incredibly serious while they were doing it. He envisioned it as a way to vanquish the skip forward button and allow people to see the credits of those who had worked on the show. He went on to say that I thought it was something that would, you know, be a signpost for people that this isn't just your normal DC or Marvel TV show. For the record, I am three episodes into Peacemaker and I have yet to skip the intro and I have also watched it two other times on my own. And speaking of HBO Max... A Degrassi reboot has been ordered by HBO Max, and the entire 14-season library of Degrassi The Next Generation will be available on the streaming platform this spring. The new Degrassi, which is coming from Wild Brain, is helmed by showrunners Lara Azapardi and Julia Cohen, and will include 10-hour-long episodes and expected to launch in the U.S. exclusively on HBO Max in 2023. According to Deadline, Degrassi is a character-driven series about the high school experience and the thrilling, often painful journey of self-discovery. Set in in Toronto, the new series explores a group of teenagers and school faculty living in the shadows of events that both bind them together and tear them apart. The show travels deep into the hearts and homes of diverse, complicated characters as they struggle to find their new normal, reaching for hope, redemption, and love. As of now, it's unclear if this will be a full reboot or will include some of the legacy characters from previous seasons. Over at the House of the Mouse, Disney has announced that the Santa Claus television series will feature Tim Allen reprising his beloved role of Scott Kelvin from the original film franchise. I've gained 45 pounds in a week. Pete, what's happening to me? What's your diet like? cookies? In the series, Scott Calvin is on the brink of his 65th birthday and realizing that he can't be Santa forever. He's starting to lose a step in his Santa duties, and more importantly, he's got a family who could benefit from a life in the normal world, especially two kids who have grown up at the pole. With a lot of elves, children, and families to please, Scott sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while preparing his family for a new adventure in a life south of the pole. Disney also announced that they are making a television series for Disney+, Plus, directed by Sean Levy, about the film 
real steel. The 2011 film starred Hugh Jackman, Evangeline Lilly, and Anthony Mackie, and was set in the near future when robot boxing was a top sport. It revolved around a struggling ex-boxer who thinks he's found a champion in a discarded robot. And standing in his corner was his son, who believes that together the trio can overcome overwhelming odds to become the people's champion. As of now, no cast has been announced, so it is unlikely that Hugh Jackman will be reprising his role. Peacock released their first trailer for the upcoming series, Bel Air. Welcome to Bel Air. What the hell is my life? Yo, chill out, bro. Maybe Will just isn't cut out for this. Why are we working so hard to save a boy who doesn't want to be safe? Because we owe it to him. A real man takes responsibility for his actions. A real man knows when to let go of his pride and make the most out of a second chance. Be the Will who charmed West Philly with his talent and swag. Let the music diffuse all attention which is a gritty reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What began as a fan film, Morgan Cooper and original star Will Smith developed this series as a dramatic reboot of the classic sitcom. Jabari Banks stars as Will, who, as in the original show, flees Philly and moves in with his well-to-do extended family in Bel-Air, with the family headed by his supportive Aunt Viv and his tough but loving Uncle Phil. Bel-Air will premiere February 13th on Peacock. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at TalkingMoviesPC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, thank God you're okay, because I really, really wanted to be the one to kill you. Hold up. 